Hello world, this is Anshulika Paul, poet, author, researcher and an aspiring filmmaker. Hello world, this is Anshulika in Words in Me and I'm again for a podcast and uh, today we have a guest for the conversation. Uh, he has worked as a freelance cinematographer for more than five years, has worked as, on multiple short films and TV series in various capacities. He studied cinematography from FTI Pune as well as recently completed film curation from FTI. He did his bachelor's in mass media from St. Xavier's College, Mumbai and loves traveling, poetry, uh, has a keen interest in Web3 and Indian politics and beyond all that, he's passionate about teaching. So, please welcome Viraj Tawarkar. Welcome, Viraj. Thank you. Thank you, Anshulika. Mm, thank you for coming to the show, Viraj, and uh, it's an honor for us to be having you. Uh, as I was, uh, I was introducing you. Uh, I'm a little bit, uh, I would say, confused where to start with. But yes, uh, Viraj is a cinematographer, so this conversation is totally dedicated to his passion, the cinematography. Uh, I would like to know from you uh, as a novice or maybe a layman's uh, uh, language through a layman's language what, what would a person understand when it's uh, when they hear about cinematography or uh, about a cinematographer how do you define it in a simple word uh, so all the simple word or like the one line definitions of cinematography i i think they don't do justice and i think they are even more confusing for a layman if i put it that way. So I think I would just like to give an example of what a cinematographer actually does. So it's like a, a, a cinematographer is someone who can be like, you can equate a cinematographer with a writer, like a, how a novel is written by a writer who is, who is proficient in the vocabulary and the language and the grammar of the, of the language that the book is written in. Similarly, cinema, uh, but that profession is related to like words, but a cinematographer is someone who does the same thing as certain knowledge, certain vocabulary, certain understanding and certain skills, but the medium of that person's writing is through visuals and the, and instead of ink, the person, you can say the person uses light to say what he or she wants to say. And I think many people don't realize it, but we, as we grow up, like we don't really train ourselves or like like you learn a language right but you but you don't really learn how to interpret visuals but at the same time uh, whenever you let's say even if you mute um, while watching a movie you mute it and while uh, while watching any any video content if you mute it and st- and watch it you'll still be able to understand certain things you'll be still be able to make some meaning out of it but mm. to give that meaning there is this one person who is responsible for translating it to screen, I would say. And then uh, now there are multiple people who are involved in this process, but cinematographer is someone who would control the visuals, the visual aspect of the story. And then there are like multiple ways of doing it and the tools and tricks to manipulate light and say what you want to say. So I know it's not a very yeah. simple way of putting it, but I think that's the uh, e- yeah. easy, like uh, easy way of understanding what that person actually does. 
Okay, so I, I got like what I, what I yeah. What I got out of the whole conversation or, or your definition of cinematography is that even I'm a writer, so for me it's a pen and paper that and what yeah. everything that I imagine that goes in the paper. Uh, for you as a cinematographer, you mean to say you play with lights, you play with colors, you play with uh, the whole uh, um, composition, you know, uh, the yes, frame and everything. Camera, focus, like multi, so that's what I said. Like there now there are like a writer like just knowing the language or like knowing the grammar won't help you. There are like certain ways of lighting, certain styles, certain. I don't know how it goes, but there are multiple ways through which you can say what you want to say, and then a cinematographer have, would have their bunch of tools which they use to say what they want to say or what the story requires them to say. Wow, wow, very nice. So uh, that also makes me understand that uh, for a film, uh, for a filmmaker, for making a film even, uh, a cinematographer plays a very important role. Uh, because like you said, as you defined it, I love that whole line when you said that even if you mute a film, you can understand and that's what a cinematographer does. Uh, so uh, that's a very catchy thing, you know, to, uh, I never thought about it that way. Uh, so uh, we can say that it's very, very important for a film to have a very skilled cinematographer who could make it happen that way as you had defined it. What do you think about it? So yeah, like um, like any art form, the person handling these things needs to be skilled. Uh, because like uh, with the language or like with written word, it's pretty accurate. Like what if you have written certain thing, there aren't really multiple ways of interpreting it. But if you are showing certain things visually, uh, like literally depending on your where you were born, what is your background, like uh, your cultural context, like everything comes into play and an image and like a visual can be interpreted in multiple ways suddenly. So hence uh, the person who is in charge of this visual needs to be very like at the top of the game because things can go in a completely different direction very soon. Like uh, uh, I don't know that there are like uh, horror movies you must have seen which just feel comedic like you instead of getting scared you might just laugh and still enjoy the movie yeah. but that's yeah. because the people in charge of creating the horror like completely missed the point and so that's why i think yeah like like and this example can be given for like multiple genres like there are romantic movies which are advertised as romantic movies but when you watch them you just don't feel anything romantic about it same goes with action mm -hmm drama, comedy, everything. So uh, it's it's just one thing to know how technically how to operate a camera and like knowing like the technical aspect of it. But then there is like an uh, an aesthetic aspect to it where which plays a very crucial role, I feel, when it comes to cinematography and a person who is uh, well versed with both the technical aspects as well as the aesthetic aspect is someone who will be able to master the, the tools that are available and then this will be able to create the right images I feel for the story that or the project that is required rather than just creating pretty images or like whatever is in trend right trending right now. Mm. Right, very true. Um, 
little more about yourself, Viraj. I would like to know how did it all start? You know, the cinematography and getting into FTI, studying there. How did it all start? What was your interest uh, and how did you develop it? Mm, okay, so uh, I guess my my dad worked for All India Radio, uh, but he also like photography was his hobby. So I had seen my dad while growing up, like he would keep clicking pictures and stuff. I think then it's around when I was in ninth or tenth standard, we got a digital camera. So before that, it was quite like I didn't like my dad wouldn't allow me to click a lot of pictures and stuff but with digital camera like it became easier like I could just click as much as I want and this and that and as a hobby that's how the photography started with as a hobby then when I went to for my graduation at Xavier's I was studying mass media and then so that's where we would uh, we would have subjects and like projects where we would be needed to make certain like small videos and this and that where then I got introduced to I still wouldn't say I was introduced to cinematography at that time, but the video aspect of it, like the same digital camera then could be used for like making videos. Then how do you edit it? How do you add music and how do you create like these small videos? And so it was like, a, I got a taste for it, I would say. And then uh, at, even at this moment, I wasn't sure about cinematography as a career and but I just knew that, OK, this is something interesting. This is something I'm good at. I enjoy doing it. And then hence, once I was once I was done with my graduation, I decided to like apply for FTI. And uh, yeah, like I think I was lucky enough to get in at the at my first yeah. try. And I think I was very young. Not I think I was actually very young when I got in. And I then FTI itself like opened up like many new avenues, vistas, I don't know what the exact word to use, like because till then like I was this Bombay boy who was like in his own bubble of like whatever, like mostly social media, this, that, not really doing much, whatever I was seeing online, I was just trying to recreate it. And but then like because FTI functions the way it functions, it introduced me to world cinema, but I think world like just saying world cinema is like this doesn't do justice to it. Like it, uh, um, it exposed me to how music affects uh, your visuals, how art direction, how carpentry, how editing affects your visuals, and how it all needs to come together to even make like a five second video. And it's uh, it's not that easy to and uh, like I think I was saying it before about how there is a visual language that's like you can understand like uh, like there are these movies like uh, I think Pushpak was a movie I think which I give talk about a lot because it doesn't uh, have, you, have you watched Pushpak? Yeah yeah uh, so that's like it's like literally any person on this planet can watch it and still enjoy, be able to enjoy it and understand it. So, right. but, so what FTI did was to not only teach me about just cinematography, but multiple aspects of filmmaking at the same uh, and yeah, like and that's when I realized that this is like a 
much more bigger and complex thing than just like understanding how to operate a camera. And yeah, it was like a like a very fulfilling experience. I would say. So uh, after FTI, after you uh, got your degree with cinematography and you came out of FTI, what was your first project about? Mm, like, like the first couple of projects to never materialized. Uh, I don't know which was like a good. So I started shooting these small, small videos for these online portals and this and that. Then I shot uh, a few documentaries, I would say, but again, those weren't like something great. Like I think I did it for the money mostly. And uh, I mostly, I, so again, another thing is once uh, like right uh, getting out of the FTI, like nobody gives you like a, DOP job immediately mm. you start as an assistant. So I would assist a bunch of my seniors once I got out and then I would. So I did multiple short films. Then after short films, I started doing ads like an, as an assistant kind of cameraman. After which then I got like. Couple of like proper projects which included like this whole series of food recipe videos, then I did a short film, like a short fiction film that won second place at Mami 2019. And, yeah. uh, and mm, there are like these two, three uh, web commercials that I worked on. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Wow. To be very honest, you know, I'm not okay, really guys. proud of yeah. like most of the work that I've done. <laughs> there are like very uh, few maybe you're, things. Yeah, yes, totally. Maybe you think you're not proud of it, but uh, even those few projects of yours, uh, now it comes down, culminates into a lot many, I think. And uh, that should make you proud, Viraj. Uh, even... Uh, I mean, uh, getting one single project and getting it done. Probably you're waiting for the uh, the one that you want to do always. Uh, tell us about that. Uh, do you have something in your mind, like something that I want to do? I want to get uh, a project or collaborate with some person. Anything that's in your mind? Mm-hmm. So, uh, like as I've gone through my journey in like past six years, I think I've realized that maybe like proper commercial films or like even advert advertising is like not something that I enjoy doing much. It's mostly I would like to work in a non-fiction documentary field. And so yeah, like I'm looking for any opportunities in like that field where like to do something sensible like from as compared to what I've done before. And yeah, hopefully then there are like a bunch of uh directors which uh, mostly i think they do music videos but so there is this girl called reema sen gupta reema sen reema sen sorry her name is reema sen i think counterfeit counterfeit kunku uh, like she directed 
again like i think a few few years back it did rounds of many film festivals and this and that and now she does mostly like uh, a bunch of like a lot of a lot of music videos and stuff i think she did a bunch for pratik quad and stuff and yeah i'm like i like her work a lot and there are like uh -huh, again music video is another field where like interesting work is happening so maybe someday I get a good opportunity in that field. That would be great. Otherwise, like what I'm doing right now is mostly I work as a second unit cameraman or like a second e camera operator for like my seniors or my batchmates, which is like good thing to like make money. <laughs> right. Uh, Viraj, any chances of this cinematographer Viraj? changing into a filmmaker viraj hmm not immediately for sure uh like i know i can like edit and stuff and like i'm good at it but it's a uh, another like a, a task i would say to get something made <laughs> so i've been trying so i've been working on a so like throughout uh the lockdown i've shot some stuff even last year i went when we went to our village uh so we have make this traditional masala which has been made for generations in my house so i've shot footage around that and like i'm trying to make them like turn these two things into a documentary so now let's see if something sensible comes out of it Right, uh, Viraj. I have checked your uh, YouTube uh, channel, and um, I find a very different kind of Viraj there, who is a teacher. Uh, so, uh, how did this whole idea of starting a YouTube channel and letting people know about uh, cinematography? How did you start it? So, like, just like so, it's not my YouTube channel. It's this. It's an organization called Curio Sapiens. I think they do a lot of these. chats for like uh, college and school kids about like professions that they can get into so they had invited me for a talk and i think they have uploaded the my talk as like different small small videos and so before this also like um, i've been a guest lecturer at st xavier's i would teach them um, basics of documentary filmmaking and while i was doing that i think i have realized that i'm i enjoy teaching uh, and even i think my students liked what i taught and stuff in the the curious weapon workshop that you were talking about even that went really well and hence like even now, so i'm looking at uh, teaching as a actually like a potential proper career option right now mm. and okay. i haven't really mentioned this to uh, anyone yet but uh, so <laughs> because i knew i know that like uh, getting into like uh, proper universities and colleges as a teacher is slightly difficult especially for someone who is as young as me so i have so i applied to uh, jnu for masters in arts and aesthetics and i am like last week i got my result and i've gotten so for next two years i'll be at jnu studying arts and aesthetics and completing my masters and so yeah cinematography is going to be on a hold for a while 
congratulations and uh, i'm looking forward to uh, viraj as a lecturer and probably if i get a chance i'll surely get into your class and hear you uh, talk and teach about cinematography uh, yes uh, film curation how did you get into that fti uh, uh, i mean this was a very special course uh, from fti during the lockdown uh, how yeah. did you get into film curation so i think so what lockdown did was it gave me a break because uh, I, after getting out of fti like definitely i was working and shooting and this and that but yeah like things were just going as it is like but yeah like during the lockdown i actually paused and like tried to figure out what i really want to do in life and this and that like it made me think and that's when i realized that i'm slightly more inclined to the academic side of it as compared to the actual practical application i would say uh, again i think it's very important that you keep doing both a little bit but yeah and so i uh, around that time i did actually did a an online course with rv ramani like he would do his like a two two month long course where he would like have multiple guest lectures so, but again it was mainly about like experimental and documentary filmmaking and either way it was a good experience and similarly that's around the same time i came across the curation workshop by minakshi ma'am at um, by fti and again that's like i always felt like I've, because of fti and like after like i would keep attending many film festivals and there was a curiosity about understanding how this works out and also another thing is like if at all like i completely decide to change my track from like practical cinematography to going into like academic side of it i feel at some point this curation workshop and that experience with minakshi ma'am would definitely come in handy so yeah that was my reason for doing that workshop yeah is it easy to be a cinematographer and get a project or is it easy to get into curation i don't know because i have never tried to get into curation i can just tell you about what happens in cinematography initially basically now what has happened in past 10 years is that because of uh, uh, digital cameras and the way it has become so easy to shoot literally anyone with a dslr camera and some understanding of how basic things work can just put themselves out there as a cinematographer and basically you know anyone can be a cinematographer easily now that's a different thing about what i mentioned earlier about how knowing and understanding just the technical aspect of it is one thing but actually converting your script or the requirement of your script onto visuals that's another but how now the situation is such that there are multiple people doing this and also a lot of content is being generated i think we all can see it and feel it and at least i can feel the saturation of the all the, all the content that's out there and but uh, so yeah but so there is a lot of supply and there is a lot of demand so 
at the sea like for someone with my degree and my experience it's not that difficult but at the same time even if you are someone who is starting out and you have some basic understanding aesthetically and technically you can get in pretty easily like you start yeah. as an assistant or like at a junior position but ha it's not as difficult as it was maybe 10 years ago right uh, but it's not just about having a dslr i think yeah today having a phone every everybody is a filmmaker today viraj what i believe you know the way people i mean not exactly with that words like understanding it as real time filmmaker but everybody believes oneself to be like a filmmaker you know uh, making reels and uh, videos and it's very easy now to do all this uh, yeah, like no, 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 no. I completely like like the fact that how it has become democratized. Like, like now everyone has the power of making their own films and like putting it out there. And definitely, if that person has the talent and the right intent, like you, then you don't really have to wait for like to get it like made by some big production house or like to get it some. Award and then your film will be recognized by the people and stuff. So like that part really works. But like when it comes to only like talking about cinematography as a field, then yeah, <laughs> then it's slightly tricky. Right. Uh, um, yes, that is what I was talking about. Ki not uh, just having a DSLR doesn't make anybody a cinematographer. You know that a cinematographer carries a different kind of a skill. What I believe. Uh, so. Uh, it's not just uh, about the technical aspect. There's 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 something the the kind of imagination a cinematographer sees on screen in the frame. You you know all these things. Uh, that is what makes uh, a cinematographer different from any other person yeah, having exactly. a DSLR. Exactly. Um, tell me about your traveling and poetry. As I was uh, introducing you, I was very fascinated by so many features that you have in your uh, your bio data, Viraj. And as I was reading it, I was uh, I was thinking about um, I was thinking about you know you have got a huge variety of things done in life. Uh, at a young age, of course, uh, you have much more to do now. Uh, Tell us about traveling and tell us about your uh, how you're inclined towards poetry. Oh, OK, so no, these are just like hobbies, I would say traveling or something. Which so. I traveling also happened because of my profession. I feel like my projects would take me to different places and this and that. And but at the same time, even I don't know, maybe it's something that I decided while I was in school or college that once I have some financial independence, I would use my like save up and then I would travel to certain places and attend this festival or this concert and this and that. And I have. I think I was lucky enough to get into a field which kind of allows me to travel a lot because of the work itself and then. Uh, even otherwise. Uh, because then because in this profession you are not really working like uh, like a nine to five job maybe you like you work maybe you work for a certain project then you have some gap which kind of makes it easier to like plan uh, like uh, travel and stuff especially if you like you're solo traveling and uh, so yeah that's pretty much it i think i've covered most of the uh, states in india uh, hopefully uh, in, like 
once so next for next two years so i'm definitely not going anywhere but once that's done then hopefully like i'll start moving out of the country and about poetry poetry like uh, I, i had no idea that i'd written that in my intro i don't know how but yeah i, I write sometimes uh, there are like i like reading urdu poetry uh, oh. but again it's just a hobby hobby uh but um, but i started with reading urdu poems and poets and stuff yeah great great uh, i'm i'm quite uh, i'm quite amazed uh, hearing all this that you are you're fond of reading even urdu poetry um i would yeah, actually know during now, lockdown actually yeah. even made made some failed attempts to run, learn urdu so there are like some things i can understand but yeah hopefully i'll learn it properly someday right um for those who are willing to take cinematography as a career option what would you like to tell them about uh, cinematography as a career option <coughs> if you're looking at it as a career which would mean that you would do this for the most of your adult life and this would be your main source of income uh, it's a fun field i would say it's a creative field so you are working with and the way things are you will be working with it's a uh, again filmmaking or like ad making or in some short video making is a team process so you will be working with a team um, again uh, i would say It, that really matters a lot because the kind of people that you're working with otherwise it really doesn't matter if you have studied at the best film school and have like really high skills but if your teammates aren't in in sync with you i i wouldn't even say ki they even they need to be from some film school and some have some great experience but the team should be in sync and that only then the project would materialize or like have some success i would say so yeah you will be working in team and so you should be a team player again as a cinematographer you would be in charge of a, a small team of like lighting and rigging equipment and this and that so again certain leadership qualities are required i would say not required again but yeah some you'll be you'll have to manage people and like plan stuff like to, to be very honest like like 70 to 80% of the job is like literally managing with the production and budget and like these people and this and that the actual creative part and like actual shooting is just 20 or 30 30% of it but that's right. that's the truth of it because uh, again i think uh, at least the way it's the this profession is portrayed in the, the media not even portrayed really that much but it's like slightly uh, glamorous a uh, field of work at least it portrayed that way like where because um uh, on set like cinematographers have like a lot of power so i think only people think that's the job like you are on set you have some big cameras and lights around you and like you are ordering people around about getting things done and this and that but the, for like a two day shoot five days before that like for like 4 5 days the same person is like sitting in an office and like like any other person and then you are like doing your pre planning and this and that which is 
slightly boring but that's again a part of the job you want to be just shooting and having fun and like playing with lights and this and that all the time majority of it would also be pre production where you you're setting and taking out references and going online making notes and yeah that's another thing that would happen apart from that again yeah taking cinematography as a profession you don't really have to go to a film school or anything it's it's luckily like like it's one of those professions where you you can get in with just like if you have the intent and the enthusiasm and some and the hunger to learn and you can join like one of the senior like a dop team or like a camera team even at a low even once you start if once you get in i think it really depends on you how you use that opportunity to learn and grow and then again obviously there is a option of going to film school and then learning and that would also help you i mean definitely like going to a film like what it did for me like it opened up my understanding of world like anything at no experience before and uh, again a film school would help you because you will be you will be working on like this small small projects and short projects where you will have the liberty to experiment you will have the liberty to like actually fail at it and like really be really bad at it but then you learn and then once you're out of it then you know how things are done and then you because out in the outside world like the scope for error is really not that much and so that's where i feel like education wise and experience wise the film school would help but again it's not a like a major requirement for getting into this profession and also at the same time it's not uh, you will be mostly all the you'll be working in, as a freelancer most of the times but at the same time there are like people who who work in like tv and reality show and in like even sports uh, who i you you can say like have a proper job job and uh, so even you can get into those fields in case you feel like maybe freelancer freelancing life isn't for you and you need some stable source of income and this and that and now those fields have their own challenges and but yeah there even those opportunities are open to you uh right. so yeah that's pretty much it i don't, I don't think I'm, i've missed anything yeah yeah about if we talk of cinematography as a career uh so is it like after 2 years uh, we are going to see viraj as a as a teacher or a professor in a film school or do we have any chances of seeing viraj as a cinematographer again uh, with some dream project that you have in your mind mm, i actually don't know what happens after 2 years and that's why when i'm going there right now because i want to see this side of cinema where like i'm studying theory and like i'm look i'm studying other art forms and i want to understand for myself if this kind of life i want if possible i would like to teach somewhere even for if it's if it's for a short while and then after 2 years i think i'll be in a position to take a decision whether i'd go completely this on this road where i'm teaching and this and that or like even film curation can be done on on a side on a as a side hustle i would say and or i do or i just completely go back to cinematography or ideally my dream i don't have a dream project as such but a, a an an ideal situation would be where 
I I get a job job like as a teacher, but at the same time, maybe I'm also working on like documentaries and stuff as a cinematographer. But that right now, that's my understanding of it for that to materialize. I really want to give myself next two years where I explore the other side of films and cinematography and the or the academic side of it. And then maybe I think I'll be in a better decision to better put in a better position to take a decision. Uh, then the, I think I don't have a dream dream project as such, but I, uh, yeah. I don't know, like for for a while, like not for a while, like I think since to be very honest, like I don't really uh, I think uh, I, I like uh, watching TV series and TV shows much more than watching films. Like I think I'm, I'm from that generation, at least where like there was this, you know, 20, huh, like almost 10 years back when you could just download a lot of TV shows, like foreign TV shows and you could watch and uh and i consumed a lot of those stuff and uh, right. so uh and i always like it's like only in past five years that india is experiencing it but uh, so i had been watching the, like what's what's happening in europe and usa much before that and uh, and right and i think still like of all the people of even world over i think the uh, HBO and Apple TV are like the only two, I think, uh, producers which I, I feel are like doing the best work right now. No, I wouldn't say even Netflix or Prime. And so well, dream would be to work with either Apple TV or HBO. I don't know in what capacity, but yeah, hopefully someday. Because it's something uh, that yeah, I've grown up with watching their shows and stuff. Yeah, we wish you all the luck, Viraj, and uh, we wish you all the luck for your, um, for your, I mean, whichever career you choose, I mean, um, even if it's a teaching or you're getting into cinematography, it will be all fun getting to know uh, and uh, getting to watch everything that you shoot um, and put it in your frame. So thank you so much for being part of the show. And thank you so much for sharing this detailed thing about cinematography. You know, it was very new for me to understand the whole thing. And uh, I have watched all your videos. Uh, you, uh, the uh, as you as a guest lecturer there, right? So I yeah, watched all your videos, and it was technically very great to understand the whole detailing of what cinematography is all about. And talking to you now, uh, even even I got a little bit. Uh, more broader perspective of how this whole career works and uh, uh, the whole uh, detail about it you know I think that thank you for calling me like yeah it was great talking to you and also it's like it's sometimes like uh, whatever the conversation about career and this and that i have had with you right now most of the times i'm just having these conversations with myself in my head so it was really good to talk about it out loud with someone and right. Yeah, hopefully I made some sense about cinematography. Hope maybe someday I'll do a proper, proper, like a long talk about it. Yes, you have, and um, you change. You actually changed my mind. You know, I am not. I am that kind of person. I just don't understand much in detail about uh, cinematography. But after speaking to you, um, I I got a much uh, wider idea about how the whole thing works yeah so, it's actually a very uh, 
I, so that's the thing people just so uh, it's like uh, how do i say it it's, it's it's the same thing like as i said how just being able to just because you have a pen and paper and you can write in a particular language obviously you can write and other people can read but if you have worked on your skill if you have the vocabulary and like you have practiced then what you write it can actually have like major impact on people and you will be able to literally manipulate their emotions but to reach that stage you have to go through hell before that through learning i would say and okay. that's why yeah cinemato like a proper cin proper cinematography is quite a complex subject i would say right thank you again and uh, good luck for everything all your future projects and you same to you same to you and i hope like this series of your podcast keeps growing and even your career as a curator which will definitely is going to take up take off thank you for tuning in everyone and uh, keep looking for the space for more stories more poems more conversations thank you